What's going on, everybody? For the very first time in over a week, the main event is back on the Main Event Talk podcast. I am the main event player, the Super Secret himself, Furman Taurus, coming back at you, the God among gods, the King among kings, the coolest son of a motherfucking bitch walking God's green earth. Now, we're going to be covering a, it, this is basically going to be a two-part episode, you know, just to get everyone an idea as to what's going to happen. So, we're going to do the first part right at the beginning of the show. Obviously, there's a couple of things we're going to talk about. Now, last week was Payback and also All Out. So, the main event will get an opportunity to go ahead, well, two weeks ago, I'm sorry, was All In and All Out. So now we'll get an opportunity to talk about those events right here on the Main Event Talk Podcast. We'll get those out of the way this week. And also, after that is over, well, that one and the whole situation with CM Punk and everything, we're going to talk about all those. That's just the first half of the Main Event Talk Podcast. The next half, we're going to be talking about the merger with WWE and UFC merging with TK... TKO, uh, the merger happened just a few days ago, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. We'll also talk about, uh, I believe, the 1,000th episode of Impact Wrestling, which took place a couple of days ago as well. And also, let's see, the next event coming up is Fastlane, which we will talk about potential matches. And also, oh, and besides the whole thing with Endeavor... We're also going to talk about the possibility of several releases from the WWE soon and who I think will be released from the WWE. We'll also talk about the PWI 500, the top 500 superstars in professional wrestling, and three of them, you'll be amazed, and trust me, I'm, I'm still in amazement as to these three being part of that top spot in every way possible. Which does make sense in any way possible, you know. But and you know, we'll talk about all that. And plus, last night, if you had an opportunity to check out Monday night, well, sorry, Friday night SmackDown, you know that John Cena was there. But also, another big superstar made his appearance in a main event talk exclusive. Let's just say the most electrifying man in all of entertainment made a return that surprised the hell out of everybody. We're going to talk about that and everything. And also, uh, obviously, at the very beginning of the show, we're going to talk about the main event being sick because I was sick last weekend. And I'm going to give you guys the full details as to how where, where I'm at right now. As you could probably tell, I mean, I still sound the same, but I think my voice is kind of a bit, I don't know if it's higher or lower, if you guys can tell. But I will go ahead and give you guys an update on my situation and everything. And then we'll be all up to speed right here on the Main Event Talk Podcast. Okay, let's do a little music. And then we'll get right back here on the Main Event Talk Podcast. We'll talk about my situation and everything else. Let's begin, shall we? Hi there. I'm on my way.
this show all you gotta do is go over to my email address at the main event 1977 at gmail.com that's the main event 1977 at gmail.com and whatever question you have the main event will be glad to put it right here in the main event talk podcast and it could be any question that you want to ask that's the main event 1977 at gmail.com one more time the main event 1977 at gmail.com and you'll hear it right here on the Main Event Talk Podcast. Okay, guys. Well, uh, I know that there's a lot of people that want to know about what happened to me last week and everything. And I'm sure some people have more questions and answers and all that stuff. All right, so let me, let's get right to it before we begin the show and everything. Because we've, we've got a lot we've got to cover. So... Uh, you see, Saturday, I was, uh, uh, it was one of those days where I'm not sure if I got sick, sick rapidly or if it had anything to do with something that I was craving, right? Now, the past, the past couple of weeks, you know how you always want to go ahead and try to, you know, 
uh, do something a little bit different every single time as far as, you know, I mean, I've always loved to, you know, if I eat something like Whataburger or McDonald's or, or any of these other spots that I've gone to previously, you know, it's, you know, one of those things where you're used to it, right? But then there's that point where you can't eat the same thing all the time. You've got to try something a little bit different. You want to try something that's going to be out of your reach. So the thing that I did was I went ahead and decided, okay, we're going to do something different. So there have been a few times where if we're not eating church's chicken, we're eating chicken express. That's something that's a bit different. Or sometimes even golden chick. We have a golden chick over here in Corpus Christi. Now, I was craving uh, I was craving wings, I think, around that time. And also, I found out that uh, Hooters is going to be open very, very soon. Because uh, it had been away for about a year. Uh, I guess they wanted to get a Hooters back. And they're on the verge of reconstructing everything from inside the, inside the place, the old Hooters place. I'm hoping it kind of expands out, if you know what I mean. You know kind of brings up something to it. So when Hooters opens, I'll be able to eat there. But the story is that I went ahead and decided I was craving wings and I've not had any, I've not had any wing stop in a long time, right? And I wanted to go ahead and do that. I wanted to get some wing stop and, you know, I went ahead and got me, I believe it was a 24 piece along with a side of fries and some, you know, like small vegetables. Uh, small, you know, like carrots and celery sticks and all that stuff with some ranch and everything. And uh, it was pretty good. And, you know, I, I got it half and half. You know, I want to get it, you know, half lemon pepper and half, um, half original mild, you know, original buffalo. So I got the buffalo and everything was good and everything. And it was good because, you know, for once I wanted to eat something that was not a pizza or not a hamburger. You know, I wanted to try something that's a little bit different. And even if it was a pizza or hamburger, I don't want it to be like a Burger King or McDonald's. I want something that's a little bit different, you know. So then the other day I was uh, off the weekend, right. And I needed to recover, right, because I was uh, I was at... I was uh, out of town the past couple of days, and I needed to recover from all that. So, we had went to, um, or I went, I was at home, right? And I was fixing to go ahead and get up in the morning, like I usually do, and I was going to set up, I was going to set up the podcast. I was going to set up everything that we were going to do uh, that particular day, but we couldn't do it because... When I got up, I was feeling a bit sick, you know, I was feeling a bit nauseous and I was wondering what, what, what the hell was going on. So then I decided, okay, <clears throat> I'm going to walk around. I'm going to drink a little bit of this Powerade because I usually drink my Powerade from time to time, right? I go ahead, I drink my Powerade, I do what I got to do and everything else like that, yada, 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 and it works out. But I started feeling a little bit feverish and then my head was like, no. You know, now I'm not going to blame it on the wing stop. I'm not going to blame it on the wing stop. I bet you anything, if I were to eat a wing stop again, I wouldn't get the same results. But when I got sick, when I got the feverish in my head, I was like, damn it. And the sick bug was coming in right away. Right. And I wanted to do my podcast. I wanted to finish it off. I wanted to try to get some stuff done quickly. 
before this manifested, but it was getting worse. So I decided, okay, we're just going to have to put out a little post, uh, a little three-minute, I think it was a three-minute post where I told everybody that I'm not going to be able to do an episode this week, but I'm going to do one next week, which would be on the 16th, which, by the way, this episode is being released on the 17th because, well, we'll talk about that in a moment. Um, So I was already getting sick, and it was already about that time. Okay, I know what I have to do. I was a bit in a weakened stake. I was borrowing a friend's truck and went ahead and did what I had to do. I had to go to HGB. I had to get the usual necessities that I don't have at the house right now. Uh, I bought me some chicken noodles. I bought me some crackers. I bought me some orange juice. Uh, bought me a few necessities, you know, to like a couple of cough drops and everything to keep my keep my you know fever from going down and everything. I was feeling bad. I was feeling bad. All Saturday, right? All Saturday, I was feeling bad. I kept trying to go to sleep, couldn't. I was watching a little TV, which helped out a little bit. And I was still feeling like shit, right? So then I think it was Saturday morning or or Saturday night, I'm sorry, while my brother was out here, you know, doing what he has to do, that all of a sudden, you know, uh, my fever had started going down, which was good. And I I did do this. I... I did, and I don't know if this was the right move on my part or not. I went ahead and went in my restroom and took a couple of cold showers. I took a couple of cold showers because when you when you want to find a way to reduce your fever, you know, you go ahead and you take a couple of cold showers, you feel a little bit better. You know, I'm not trying to bathe in a day. I'm just taking a few cold showers. So then the next thing I remember was um, I think I was up up and up and around a little bit. And I wanted to eat some chicken noodles, you know, just to kind of feel a little bit better, trying to settle my stomach down a little bit, settle my fever down a little bit. The next day I was feeling a little bit better, but I knew it wasn't going to last because something was telling me I I got something coming. And sure enough, it was. So then I decided instead of trying to do the cold shower thing, why don't we go ahead and get an ice pack? But I didn't have an ice pack with me at the time. So I had to go ahead and, you know, get me... um, what is it? One of those. I took like um, uh, one of those uh, towels. They're like little small towels and everything. And I put ice. I had plenty of ice in the house, in the fridge, around around this uh, towel and wrap it around my head. So that way I can at least reduce the fever. Now, it does help to do that. It does help to do that, especially when you're when your shit is ice cold. And when you put it on your forehead and when you're feeling all feverish, you know, you have to do that. And it did help. I had to stay another, I I stayed Sunday and Saturday, but uh, Monday I had to stay in because I I had no way of, um, I have no way of, um, you know, what you call it, trying to, um, you know, wanting to get up and, you know, do anything around. I just wanted to make sure that I was feeling better. That was the whole thing. So luckily, you know, my, my voice was changing a little bit because of the weather. Um, I was uh, feeling just a bit better at the time. So I started getting everything up and at them around Tuesday. So that's when everything started coming back into play again. So I was feeling much, much better about what was going on. I was feeling much, much better about everything that was happening. And, uh, you know, we moved on. We moved on to the next thing. And that's all we could do at this point. You know, just move on. So, now, Saturday was supposed to have been the day 
when I started getting the podcast going. You know, I did a few recordings, but not a whole lot to get me where I need to go. So what happened was um, I had to work on a Saturday and it was caught me by surprise. So I had to get Friday off and I was going to try and do I was going to try to at least get some recordings done on the podcast. But I had a lot of things I had to go do. Right. I had a lot of things I had to go do. Uh, got it done, got it finished and everything. And then, oh, and then I, then I went ahead and uh, I mentioned earlier that I was uh, trying to get something to eat, right? Uh, I went ahead and got some wings one Friday. Well, this Friday, this past Friday, I went ahead and decided that, and I hadn't had this in a while, but I thought, fuck it, dude, I have not had this in forever, all right? I went ahead and decided to get some Schlotzkis. And I have not had a good schlotchkis in a long, long time. So I figured, fuck it, we'll go ahead and go do it. You know, we'll go ahead and go buy us some schlotchkis and, you know, get us something to, get us something to roll with the punches and everything. And then, you know, I bought me uh, one of the large ones, right? There's uh, three different types of sandwiches, right? It's, it's the same, but it comes in small, it comes in medium, and it comes in large. I went ahead and got a large one, you know, because I wanted to eat a... A full Schlotzky's meal, and it was. I bought the original, got my brother the original, along with some chips and a large drink. My God, it was fantastic. I love. I mean, that it, that's the difference in how you want to go ahead. And this is the thing, guys. And this is a, this is advice for everybody. You need to change your fucking appetite. You really need to. I mean, if you crave a McDonald's or something else like that, that's fine. That's whatever you want to do. But if you want something a bit different, I suggest you try to go and find something that you've never tried before. If you've never tried a Schlotzky's, try it. If you've never tried, say, um, a Wild Wings or, or Buffalo Wings or whatever, go ahead and do that. Whatever, <clears throat> whatever suits you in every way possible, keep in mind, if you go for the taste buds that you want to go after, if you want to go for a McDonald's or a Whataburger or a Pizza Hut or however it goes, that's fine. That's what you want to crave. But if you want to try something different and you want to go with something that you have not tried in a long time or you haven't tried in a long, long time or you just haven't tried it, period, my suggestion is to go around, look for something, find it, and see if you can afford it. All right? And that's also a very important thing. You got to know if you can afford it. Okay, if you do, then you spend it and you'll know it'll be worth it just like that. I mean, because I love because I've been wanting to do a lot of different things these days. I mean, with me, you know, I've got a lot of good things going for me right now. A little bit of money coming in. I'm hoping to get myself a vehicle sometime by next year or maybe the following year, depending because I'm (laughs) I've been I've been without a vehicle for a very, 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 very long time. And we need to fix that problem as soon as possible. So, uh, to on with the story here, I was busy and I could not get enough time to do the podcast, right? I thought I could do it on Friday, couldn't do it, so I took off on Saturday, we did some work and everything. I was trying to get some podcast work out of the way today, could not do it, and then that was it, you know? So, today, as, as I'm recording this episode, we are going to get some stuff done here today. And this episode is going to be released today. And we're going to be talking a lot, about, a lot about what's been happening in the world of professional wrestling. We're going to talk about payback. We're going to talk about all out. We're going to talk about several other things that have happened within the past couple of weeks. Some that, I've, some that I was supposed to t- talk about and some that I haven't had an opportunity to talk about. 
Now, to inform you, we're going to do the first half of this episode of the Main Event Talk podcast. The episode is entitled Half and Half. That's what the entitlement is. Now, what it is, is the episode that you're going to hear, you're going to hear me talk about payback. You're going to hear me talk about all out. Now, we're going to cover the shit that was going to happen last week. Now, after that, there's going to be another stuff that we're going to be covering this week. Uh, we're going to cover Victory Road that took place, uh, I believe it was this past Saturday. Uh, we're also going to, or the following week after that or something like that. There was a lot of stuff we had to cover. Um, all Out, I'm sorry, uh, Victory Road, the 1,000th episode of Impact Wrestling. Um, there were a lot of things. Oh, and feature, and also a Main Event Talk exclusive at the conclusion of this episode of the Main Event Talk podcast. A certain former WWE superstar made his return, and it was a shock to see him, and it was very, very electrifying. We'll get to that. All right, so with that being said, we're going we're gonna to kind of take a little break here right now. But what we're going to do right now is you're going to hear a little noise, right? You're going to hear a little noise is going to take place. And then we're going to go right to, we'll probably talk about payback first. And then we'll go right to all out. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. And I'll be right back. Okay, so you just heard that noise a moment ago, which means we're going to pick up where we left off from a couple of weeks ago. Now, what we're going to do is I'm going to give you the results of Payback and give you the results of All Out that took place on the same weekend. So, and there's a lot of stuff that we got to break down and everything. So stay tuned for that, guys. We've got a lot of stuff we need to cover. Okay, so we'll start with Payback. Uh, Payback had about a total of six matches and everything. Um, It left a lot to be desired. It was a a good, decent pay-per-view for what it was. It it wasn't exactly the greatest pay-per-view in the history of wrestling, but uh, it is what it is in every way possible. So let's get right to it, shall we? Uh, First matchup, Becky Lynch defeated Trish Stratus inside a steel cage which also led to the departure of Zoe Stark so she is no longer associated with Trish Stratus L.A. Knight defeated The Miz due to the fact that John Cena was a special guest referee and not only that he was also the guest host for Payback which was great most of you guys probably have already heard that John Cena and I think I have a main event talk exclusive that has John Cena coming to SmackDown, which took place right before Payback. So you'll hear that later on on this episode. Rey Mysterio defeated Austin Theory to retain the United States Championship. This one was a big surprise, but it took place. The Judgment Day, Finn Balor, and Damian Priest defeated Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Champion. So... The Judgment Day pretty much holds all the gold in their possession. All the gold and much, much more. Also, Rhea Ripley went one-on-one against Raquel Rodriguez. It was a fantastic match. It was good for what it was. Uh, It was, uh, I didn't think it was, it says 17 minutes and 20 seconds. It was that long of how how it was and everything. I didn't think it was going to be that long. 
I really didn't think it was, but it is what it is and everything. And then, of course, Seth freaking Rollins retained the World Heavyweight Championship against Shinsuke Nakamura. And there is going to be a rematch between these two, probably at the next pay-per-view, will be, which will be WWE Fastlane, which we will talk about later on on this episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast. Okay, so those are the results. Those are all the results that took place at all uh, at uh, Payback from, uh, I believe it was Saturday the 2nd, if I'm not mistaken, right? It was, uh, I think, the end, almost the end of my, <clears throat> of my deal and everything else like that. Okay, so the next event was... AEW's All Out. Now, I think most of you guys had already heard about the story. We already put it out there for everyone to listen to. Tony Khan had released CM Punk from his contract, which means he's free to do whatever he wants, which will possibly mean that we'll see CM Punk in WWE somewhere down the road, but we'll see how that all that goes and everything else like that. Now, in this one, there was three matches that took place at the All Out Countdown Show, the Zero Hour, if you will, Hangman and Page won the Over Budget Charity Battle Royal. Hikaru Shira, Willow Nightingale, and Sky Blue defeated Athena, Mercedes Martinez, and Diamante with Billy Starks in their corner. It was a six woman tag. And the last matchup was a six-man tag team matchup for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. The acclaim of Billy Gunn, Bowens, and Caster defeated Jeff Jarrett, Satnam Singh, and Jay Lethal with Sanjay Dunn in their corner. Now, that's what took place in the Zero Hour. What happened in the Countdown show goes a little something like this. Better Than You, baby, of Adam Cole and MJF defeated the Dark Order, which is not a big surprise, for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships. Samoa Joe defeated Shane Taylor via submission to retain the World Television Championship. Ring of Honor World Television Championship, I might add. Singles matchup, Miro defeated Powerhouse Hobbs, and there was the return of... Well, C.J. Perry or Lana, we don't know the whole story behind it, but we may get into detail about it when we can. Chris Statlander defeated Ruby Soho to retain the AEW TBS Championship. Daniel Bryan defeated Ricky Starks in technical submission, no disqualification strap match. Uh, the Blackpool Combat Club of Wheeler Yuta and Claudio Cascinelli defeated... Eddie Kingston and Shibata in a tag team match. Takeshka defeated Kenny Omega in a singles match. Eight-man tag team matchup that featured the Bullet Club Gold of Austin Gunn, Colton Gunn, Jay White, and Juice Robinson. They defeated FTR and the Young Bucks. And of course, this was something I never expected. The AEW International Championship, John Moxley defeated Orange Cassidy 
it, it what could only be described as an instant classic to some of the modern day wrestling fans. To me, it was just a a typical match. That's all it was. It was really nothing spectacular to talk about in any way possible. It was just there. It was just there to say the very least. Now, we've talked about payback. We've talked about the results for All Out. Now, there are a couple of things that we are going to talk about in just a brief moment here. Now, I may have mentioned the results of... Sorry. I may have mentioned the results... Let me see. Of both All Out and Payback. Now, there are a few events that are going to be coming up in October, I believe. One event is entitled WWE Fast Lane. That will take place on, I believe it's Saturday or Sunday, October 7th. Let's see. Uh, Saturday, October 7th will be Fast Lane. Uh, I don't think there's any matches announced for that. But no doubt a few matches that are going to stick out the most will be one for the A for the uh, Women's World Championship, for the AEW, uh, for the WWE Women's Championship, possibly the world title. We'll see a rematch between Shinsuke Nakamura and Seth freaking Rollins. That may happen. We don't know. Now, that's just Fastlane that's going to happen. Now, coming up, let's see if we can uh, get this part out of the way here. Uh, we got some matches. I'm sorry. We got some matches that will take place about the end of September on uh, September 30th. It is NXT's No Mercy Pay-Per-View, or PLE, if you will. Uh, so far, some of these matches have already been announced. There's four matches that are going to take place. And here's the matches that are going to happen. British round, British Rounds Rules Match. For the NXT Heritage Cup, Noam Darm will be defending the championship against either Joe Coffey or Butch. It should be extremely interesting to check that out. Singles match for the NXT Championship, Carmelo Hayes to go one-on-one against the number one contender, Ilya Dragunov. Ron Breaker going one-on-one against Baron Corbin. And Becky Lynch to take on Tiffany Stratton. Now, as you guys probably already know, last week... On NXT, Becky became the new NXT Women's Champion. So now she's held on to practically every single championship. And now we're going to see the rematch between Tiffany and Becky. I think the first time was spectacular. And I think if the second time happens, it will happen. It will happen at and at uh, NXT's No Mercy. By the way, um, just to, I failed to mention this one part here. Extreme Rules for the NXT Women's Championship, which was announced right at the end of NXT from this past Tuesday. So, (laughs) (coughs) all that is happening and everything else like like that. All right. Now, let's, um, while we're talking wrestling here, because obviously the purpose of this episode right now is... For me to go ahead and get out everything out of the way. So we've got we've got you the results of All Out. We've got you the results of Payback. we got you the results. Uh, well, we got uh, Fastlane coming up. We've got... Um, let's see. What else did we just mention? NXT 
uh, No Mercy is coming. And uh, I think, that, well, there's a couple of other things that we're going to talk about and everything. But there is one thing that we will talk about. But before we before we get to this next part that we got to talk about because it's some breaking news. And we got to get, get it out of the way as soon as possible. So we're done with this part of the segment for right now. We're going to take off in a moment. But we will be right back because we've got some late breaking news in regards to the releases from the WWE. Okay, you just heard that noise once again, which means we've got some late breaking news and everything. So as this episode is being recorded, now, as I mentioned at the very beginning of the show, uh, at the very beginning, not what you previously have heard already, I mentioned that this episode is being released on a Friday, okay? We're not going to do Saturday today because there was a lot of stuff that I'm going to be have, have to do on Saturday. So I decided we're going to catch up with everything and then we'll start doing what we got to do um, on the following Saturday. Now, <clears throat> the reason why this is taking place right now is um, there's a lot of stories that have been happening in the past few hours. Um, the episode that you're hearing right now uh, this is being released on, this was supposed to have been released on the 16th, but I had a lot of prior commitments and I couldn't do the job. So I'm releasing this on the 22nd of September. So you're getting a chance to listen to not only some older episodes that were released from, from a few days ago, you're also getting a chance to listen to some of the newer episodes or newer news that are hap- that's happening right here on the main event talk podcast. So, Guys, there have been some releases in the WWE, and I got to say that it is incredible. Now, we knew, I think it was, what was it, the 15th or the 14th, that the WWE had emerged with UFC. The merger is now complete, and this now means that uh, WWE is no longer in control of its own company. It's being run by TK, TKO. Now, <clears throat> there are a list of people that have been released from the company. Now, from what I understand, over 100 people were released from the company just a few days ago because of the emer- uh, merger that took place, which is not a surprise. I mean, I don't think it should be. But now we've got some more news in regards to the release from several superstars and uh, this is just a list of many of the superstars that have been released here here's what i'm reading right now here's the current list of every wwe superstar released during the september 1st of 2023 wwe releases nearly 10 wwe superstars have currently been released during the latest round of wwe nxt talent cuts the news follows wwe's merger with the ufc under endeavor and follows the news earlier in the week that over 100 WWE, uh, 100 WWE staff have been laid off in effort to optimize corporate structure and help the target of $50 million. Now, here is a list of superstars that have been released from the company as we speak. The current... Let's see, the current n- known names released 
by WWE include Mustafa Ali, Rick Boogs, Emma, Aaliyah, Elias, Riddick Moss, Top Dollar, Shelton Benjamin, Dolph Ziggler. Now, before we continue on here, let me mention a couple of things here. And I'll say this because it's true. And if some people get offended by what I say, I apologize. But I'm not going to apologize for the things I'm about to say in a moment. Am I the only one that realizes that these people needed to deserve to be released from the company? Yes. Look, I'm not in shock. And do I feel bad for him? Absolutely. I do feel bad for him. But also, let's face it, there are certain superstars that have not been displayed on television, have not even been displayed on anything at all other than just being home. That's it. That's all they've been doing. Now, let's look at the list and I'll give you guys an idea. We'll start with the top of the list, Mustafa Ali. Now, this one was a big of a shock because, as most of you guys know, I announced some of the matches that were going to take place at No Mercy. Now, four matches have already taken place, but however... It seems that there was one match that was left out. The North American Championship was scheduled to be on the line, and Dominic Mysterio was going to take on Mustafa Ali. However, it seems that now that has been changed. Because even though it was announced this past Tuesday that Mustafa Ali would take on Dominic Mysterio, he's now been released from the company. So now this leads to the question... Will we have a North American Championship to take place over at the No Mercy pay-per-view? Or are we going to see a title change take place on Monday Night Raw? Because if you guys have been keeping up with Raw, you know that... You know that um, I believe it was Red Dragon, or who was it? Uh, uh, Oh, Dragon Lee, I'm sorry. Is scheduled to take on Dominic Mysterio on Monday Night Raw, right? And if Dragon Lee wins, he'll become the new North American champion. Now, will this will this have a gradual effect on No Mercy? Because keep in mind, Mustafa Ali is out. So gradually, the easiest thing to do is to get a rematch to happen between Dominic Mysterio and Dragon Lee. Have that have that take place. Have that take place at no mercy, and you've solved all the problems. At least some, for the time being. All right. <clears throat> the next individual on the list is Rick Boogs. Now, Rick Boogs is a big, muscle-bound man. He was a tag team partner to Shinsuke Nakamura. He had an injury that took place at WrestleMania just last year. He came back just a few months ago and worked on something with Elias, which didn't culminate into anything. So Rick Rick Boogs is another superstar that I think, to me, in my personal opinion, deserved to be released. And here's why. Number one, there was no place for Rick Boogs. Number two, he's not ready. Number three, I think he needs to be seasoned up a little bit more in the indie circuit to where he can, you know, wrestle in 
in Impact Wrestling or wrestling AEW or wrestling any of these other promotions. I think we need to see Rick Booth transform into something a little bit different. You know, don't get me wrong. I like Rick Booth, but I think he needs to change. I really, 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 really think he needs to change. So Rick Booth being out, I mean, it's, it's a shock, but it had to happen. It had to happen either way possible. Emma has been released from the WWE. Another superstar that I think deserves to be released. Emma, to me, has not done anything at all. Has not done anything at all. And they just announced that Elimination Chamber is going to be over in Australia in in February of 2024. And this is sad for her because she was hoping for an opportunity to go there. And the thing is, she, she was in this romantic relationship with uh, Riddick Moss, which we will cover him in a moment. And all of a sudden now, Emma is, been, is basically floating about over there. Have not done anything within a year. I think Emma needs to go back to either Impact Wrestling or go to AEW to find some sort of way to rebuild Emma and get her back to where she needs to be at. You know? If you've seen some of if you've seen some of Emma's Instagram, I mean look, she is a sexy, gorgeous looking woman, but she's not cutting it in WWE right now and they have not done anything with her. So once again another superstar that I'm glad is released from the company, don't have to deal with her. Speaking of another attractive women that you know that deserve to be released, Aaliyah. Aaliyah's greatest accomplishment was when she beat Natalia. That was it. And that was, what, several months ago or at the end of 2022? And let's face it, I mean, they, they didn't have anything for her. They questioned her in-ring ability skills. I think Emma, uh, uh, Emma, I'm sorry, I think Aaliyah, is another wrestler that I think needs to go in the indie circuit for a while. I think she needs to go out there and go find herself. Because Aaliyah, to me, is a beautiful, sexy, attractive woman. She looks like Kayla Braxton, but short, in my opinion. Do I feel that she needs to find herself in WWE? No, because she ain't going to find it. She needs to get out of the company, and she needs to go out and find herself. Find herself in any way possible. And then maybe when the time is right, when everything goes according to plan... Then, and only then, we'll be able to see a different side of Aaliyah. This one I predicted a few days ago, and boy was I right. Elias. You know, I tell you, Elias being released from the company is another person that I am glad is released from the company. They have not done anything with him. They screwed up Elias so badly. They have not been able to find anything to do with Elias, other than the fact that he could play guitar. I think Elias just needs to find himself just like just like these other individuals I was talking about. Just like Rick Boogs, just like Emma, just like Aaliyah. They need to find themselves. They need to head elsewhere to find... I mean, look, you're a big name in WWE. You place yourself in the indie circuit and you get yourself in a better place and you might be able to wind up coming back to WWE either within a year or six months or more, depending. Elias definitely needed to be released from the company. Elias definitely needs to find himself. 
And look, this is this is the thing. I'm not saying, and, and I know some people are going to be idiots to think that, oh, well, they don't all need to be released. Yes, they do. Yes, they do, because some of these guys needed to be released so they could find better ways to better themselves. I mean, look, listen, if you're there just for the high-paying job, you don't deserve to be in the company. The next individual we just talked about this person a moment ago, Riddick Moss. That's another guy that I think definitely needs to be released from the company. Here's why. Riddick Moss has talent. Riddick Moss has size. Riddick Moss has speed and strength. But he doesn't have a character or anything that matches with him. Madcap would work. But I think I would like him better if he was known as Moss or maybe Riddick uh, Riddick Jones or, or, or something in that particular nature. I think just like what I just mentioned a moment ago, he and others do need to go out and go in the indie circuit, wrestle in several of these other promotions, and find yourself. You have to find yourself. You have to find your calling in wrestling. You don't just go ahead and just stick around with a company because you're getting paid a lot of money. You have to find yourself because if you can't find yourself in the WWE, wait till you get released from the company, then you can go find yourself. Just like that. You know? I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying that any of these individuals should be released, but I'm also saying that they need to find themselves in order to become successful. I mean, look, you you know, if people are going to complain that oh, well, these guys should not be released at all, there's no reason. Look, listen. To me, there's a ton of reasons. And the next one on the list, Top Dollar from Hit Row. Top Dollar being released is, number one, not a surprise. And number two, he hadn't gotten any better. Top Dollar, I think, is either better as a rapper or if he wants to continue to wrestle, I think he should wrestle in the indie circuit. Just like what I mentioned on the other, the other superstars. These two right here, were the shockers of, of them all. You know why? Dolph Ziggler and Shelton Benjamin. Both had been released from the WWE. Let me explain something about the two. Dolph Ziggler, we'll start with him. He deserved to be released from the company a long time ago. I felt that he would have made a real big contribution to AEW... And I feel he would have been something huge in AEW. But the problem with that is, will the company be able to let him become a star? Now, if he goes to AEW, he will team up with his brother. There's a good chance of that. Now, Shelton Benjamin, one of the most superior athletes, one of the best pro wrestlers. You'll see one of the best workers in the history of WWE being released from the company. I'm surprised that um who was his who was his tag team partner? Um uh forgot what his name was. But I'm surprised that um that dude has not been released yet. You know? Uh sorry. And I think the Shelton Benjamin leaving the company is better. Because I, I, I can't see Shelton trying to better himself in WWE if they're not going to find out find anything for him. And he's such a ta- and he's such a great talent. He's such a great talent, but 
I don't know. I guess whatever they, whatever he does is fine with me. I'm hoping that we will see either Dolph Ziggler, Shelter Benjamin in AEW or see them both in AEW or any other promotion I think they deserve it. Now, there's a couple of other things that we need to look into right here. Now, it says here, uh, Nick Hassman had previously reported the mass NXT WWE layoffs were planned following WWE's merger in UFC under the TKO brand. With the merger now complete, WWE seems open for business once more than it... Be- uh, I'm sorry. With the merger now complete, WWE seems open for business once more when it comes to signing new talent and it was believed there was an unofficial hiring freeze in place while the merger was taking place. But things have now changed. Now, here's something you guys probably already know about. Nia Jax was all uh, has also returned to Monday Night Raw, and have agreed to return uh, to return a month earlier. And meanwhile, Jade Cargill is expected to join WWE following the expiry of her AEW contract. There's no word when she will sign with the company, but it's reported that her AEW deal will run out. In a matter of days. Now, just to kind of talk this out, I'm really glad, I'm really, really, really glad that Jade has left the WWE. Because, you know, and I, and also, also, I'm gonna have to shoot Tony in the face. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for saying that, but come on. Jade Carkill to me, is one talent that I don't think should ever have been released from AEW. But, well, I don't think the release has happened yet, not, not to my knowledge. That's one talent that I don't mind seeing in the WWE. Now, the things that I've heard... <clears throat> the thing that I heard was that Jade Cargill, if she comes into the WWE, she's going to be a part of the main roster, which I think is a wrong call. I think we really need to see Jade Cargill in NXT. We need to see her come in. We need to see her dominate. We need to see her take out the women's division. And we need to also see her become the next NXT women's champion. That needs to happen. And then, you know, give it about six months, maybe to a year. And then put her in the main roster and then get her better. Get her better to where not only will she earn a lot of money, but she'll be able to go to the main roster and be able to develop herself every chance she gets. In AEW, she was a great talent. She was a tremendous athlete. But they haven't been able to use her as properly as they have. Despite the fact that she's been TBS champion for more than 500 days, if not more. I feel that in the WWE, she may be able to get what she deserves. And I hope it happens. I hope it happens real soon. Now, I think that's pretty much everything we need to know about right now. Yeah, I think that's everything we need to know about right now.
yeah, I think that's pretty much everything you need to know about for right now. All right, guys, so that's the late breaking news that you know. Now, as this recording is happening, it is September the 21st. It is about 1.14 right now in the afternoon. And um, no doubt there's going to be more releases coming up. Now, there will be some more stuff we're going to talk about on this episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast. And we'll keep you guys updated as to what's going to be happening in the next couple of weeks. Keep a couple of days. Keep in mind, this episode is being released on a Friday. There's not going to be an episode on Saturday. We're just trying to catch up on everything that's happening. We talked about the results of Payback. We talked the results of All Out. Several big events are going to be happening, including AEW's Wrestle Dream coming up on October 1st. Fastlane is coming on the 7th. Um, more to talk about as far as um, Jade Cargill coming to AEW. Uh, Wardlow could possibly be coming to the WWE. There's a lot of stuff that's going to be covering that's going to be covering this week in the world of professional wrestling, and the main event is going to give that to you. So. We'll talk a little bit more about what's going on on this episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast. We're going to play a little music, and then we're going to get right back to talking a little bit more about what's going on in the world of professional wrestling. Thank you. 
Hey, what's going on, guys? From Torres here from the Main Event Talk Podcast. Summer is rapidly approaching its end, and we are going to finally have some winter days coming. Now, even though we're in August heading into September, keep in mind, guys, it is still hot out there, and it is still blazing like you wouldn't believe. So if you want to stop by at a place where you can drink some beers and have yourself a good time, and all you got to do is head over to Rich's Billiards over here in Corpus Christi, Texas. If you want to check out some UFC, if you want to check out some live bands, Rich's Billiards is definitely the place for you. So go over there, get there as early as you can, and if you want to eat something, head over to Pinky's inside Rich's Billiards, and you'll get whatever you want, whether it's burgers, whether it's wings, whether it's pizza, whether it's hot dogs, however it rolls, find a way to cool off and cool off over at Rich's Billiards. Summer is going to be over very, very soon, so let's make the most of it and head over to Rich's Billiards. 5815 Weber, not your average heroes. The legend continues. The bar among bars and the billiards among billiards. I am the main event player, and I approve this message. The cuts have begun. Unfortunately. We got main roster cuts, including Mustafa Ali, who was scheduled to face Dominic Mysterio for the, uh, almost said All-Atlantic title. North American. North American title. He, well, he was going to show up pay-per-view. on Monday. Yeah. But he's going to show up on Monday, but then he's, he's got a championship match. He's already, he had it, not anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, also cut Aaliyah, Rick Boogs, uh. Elias, Riddick Moss, Top Dollar, Shelton Benjamin, and Dolph Ziggler. And, uh, you know... I don't like to see anybody get cut, but I can't remember the last time we saw Aaliyah or Riddick Moss or Elias or Shelton. Ziggler made like an appearance once or twice a few months back. Boogs made an appearance or two. Man, Elias, this guy. It's like Vince didn't want to do anything with the guy, and then Vince was out, and then Triple H didn't want to do anything with the guy, and then Vince came back. It was like this guy had no, no chance, so he's gone. And uh, and then, I guess we'll see what happens. But the word in WWE is that uh, there's expected to be a number of cuts from NXT coming up later this afternoon. Now, maybe it won't happen today. Maybe it'll happen tomorrow. I don't know. But the belief is that, like, a lot of cuts are coming. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean they're going to cut Noam Dar? Well, NXT cuts includes the people that are in developmental. And we talked about this months ago. Months and months ago. Their new deal, before there was ever a sale or anything, was every six months, it's evaluation time. Every six months. And they're going to look at everybody. And I don't know if it's like, can this person main event WrestleMania? Because that's ridiculous. But if you're not, like, moving along, if you're stagnant, you're out of here. And so I would not expect, like big names to be cut necessarily but they could but my guess is that it will largely be people in the system they've been there for a while they don't appear to be showing a lot of but they can't bump they can't roll they can't do this they can't do that well not even that it's like if you've been there for a long time and you still are exactly the same as where you were two years ago I mean, you could be on the chopping block, well, and I there are people it. like that. Well, yeah, I mean, we talked about one in particular yesterday. He was a tag team partner of somebody you think is going to be a big star one day, and she very well may be, but she has been at the same level for a long time. I do 
for humanity's sake, worry about people like that. But I also think about all of these NIL people that they keep putting in. And NIL is not going anywhere because kids want money to just visit college campuses. So you're going to see NIL money continue on. And WWE is going to throw it out there. And they're going to bring people in. And I think there are some people where it's like, okay, you know, we got a little bit of a look at you. But if you don't have the aptitude for this... You know, I think you're quick and out of there, you know, with a lot of the people that have been there. I think it's a lot of people that we've seen on the main roster, same sort of way, where if you've been forgotten about, if creative has had nothing for you, if you've just been in the, you know, stuck in the mire for a while, unfortunately, I would be very worried right now. And then we got more business news. The Hulu deal could be coming to an end. Some WWE content on the service showing it will expire in the coming weeks. Hulu support was asked. They responded to a question on social media regarding this. Stated, its streaming rights with WWE expire shortly. So a lot of deals coming due all at the same time. Which is uh, very beneficial for WWE. As uh, they're, you know. Hey, we're going to know what their worth is. Yeah. I mean, it happens every time, dude. Every time there's like a contract year. They happen to magically be up year over year. It's incredible. It's hey. incredible, The uh, whatever you want to call it. I don't want to say it's a coincidence, but I mean, it's, not, it's not like they try to be down year over year. It's just like they're always trying to be up. Hey, and, Brian. you know, they were down, 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 down. And then the last contract year was like, what was it, 2018 or something like that? 2017 when they were negotiating? They were up. No. And then they signed, and then they went back down again. And it was like down, down, down. And then, you know, we're in a, a contract year. And guess what? They're up. So it's pretty impressive. Ever since they had to crawl back to USA after Spike, you know, at, at, that was the last time. And I know there have been, you can debate from business purposes, but from there it has just been working your way upwards. And they call it a contract year in sports you know that last year somehow some way you know the guy who's been hitting 220 and you know striking out more times than he gets on base all of a sudden is hitting 330 and has got 30 home runs and 30 stolen bases that's what wwe's been doing it they've been stealing it you could say but they've been doing what they need to do and the NXT is interesting because NXT could always fall back and have a home on on the WWE network. I don't think that is anywhere near the chance of happening. But it is interesting if a say Fox, let's say they decide to sw- uh, to to switch it over. Disney, let's say, buys the rights to Raw and wants to put it on FX. If they decide they don't want NXT. It'll be interesting to see, do they offer it as a discount back to USA? Do you want to put that on an Apple as opposed to, and get money there as opposed to keeping it all for yourself and, and putting it on WWE Network? I, I don't know where, where you go with that. Same thing when it comes well, to... Well, here's the thing. Next. Here's the thing to me, okay? Obviously, for Raw and SmackDown, you want the biggest visibility. SmackDown, obviously, if they could have gotten this deal to stay on Fox, that would have been awesome. If they can get a deal for CBS, NBC, ABC, for Raw, awesome. You want to expose it to the largest number of people possible. NXT, you don't need to do that. So if USA USA says, you know, we'll give you uh, $40 million a year for NXT, and then uh, Amazon goes, eh, we'll give you $80 million a year. We want people to, you know, get into this Amazon streaming thing. Take the deal! 
It doesn't here. matter if people don't see these guys on NXT. For some of them, it'd probably be better. That's that's true, and you can make that case for that. What's? Let me ask you this, because I, it would be financial suicide and malpractice to your shareholders if you don't take the biggest deal. But I was so curious with a lot of people talking about SmackDown being the show that maybe gets picked up by an Apple or wherever and it goes to streaming. It's like, that's bad. Going to cable is to me bad because again, the network still has power. How Fox was able to promote that show with the NFL, with college football. I mean, for Fox, they don't care. They're going to put college football on Friday night next year or whatever. They couldn't care less. But, but WWE misses that. And if you go to a streaming service, I mean, again, we've seen a lot of these numbers. They don't get anywhere near what cable gets, anywhere near what network gets. And no, that's they don't. A concern. And that's a concern when it comes to well, Raw or anybody. Because here's the thing. Do you take a gazillion dollars to be on Amazon? Or do you take well, less you, money you, you have and to, keep your visibility on you have the to biggest weigh it. networks? If, if, if Fox says... One 1.8 billion for SmackDown, and and Amazon says 1.8 billion for SmackDown. You're a maniac if you go to Amazon. If Fox says 1.8 billion for SmackDown, and Amazon decides they're going to give you three billion to go to Amazon, you go to Amazon. Well, that's see, the that's way like to do it. Saudi Arabia, because you're just a slave to that dollar. But I think sometimes in the urge to get rich you forget about how people are consuming truly consuming this content and you may be overrating your ability to lead them by the nose to a streaming service that they'll have to pay for because you can't even take them by the nose and get them from fox to fs1 when it changes there so if it goes to somewhere else this is all very fascinating and again this may be, again, I, look, the money doesn't get smaller, I guess, so they're always going to continue to make big money, but it'll be interesting to see if, like, percentage-wise, this is the best they do for a long time because of all of these options probably going to have to consolidate over the next couple of years. Okay, so the main event has a little bit of a follow-up question after what you just heard a moment ago from the Wrestling Observer Live. There were several other releases that happened. Um... Uh, let me see if I can get right to the releases of the individuals that are no longer in WWE. Now, we're going to go through this list again, but there's going to be a few added that uh, some or some of you guys may know about them, and some of them probably don't know about them. So here's the list again. Uh, Mustafa Ali, release. Emma, release. Rick Boogs, released. Um, Aaliyah, Elias, Riddick Moss, Top Dollar, Shelton Benjamin, and Dolph Ziggler. Now, I believe those are the individuals that were released from the company. Now, here's the latest update. Dana Brooke was released. Mansoor was, was released. Mace was released, and I, I think you you know who he is quite well. Uh, Quincy Elliott, which is uh, real interesting there. Dabakato, ah, another interesting one. Shanky, and these other four that I've never heard of, but I think I've seen one of them in Level Up, I think. 
uh, Ulysses Leone. I think I know who that is. Um, Daniel MacArthur. Uh, Bryson Montana. I believe I think I know who that is. And Kevin Venture Cortez. Now I know who that is. Now that's the latest update as far as who else has been released from the company. Now, uh, granted that I'll probably give you guys more updates on this episode of the Main Event Talk podcast to get a full idea as to who they are. I'll talk about these individuals later on. So we'll get into a little bit more news on the releases and everything and so forth. Now, there is one thing that I was going to bring up. And I figured I'd go ahead and bring it up right now because I mentioned it at the very beginning of the show. Well, actually, I sort of I mentioned it at the very beginning of the show, but I, uh, you know, I couldn't pull it off because of uh, what happened last week. But we're going to pull it off today. As you know, SmackDown is going to be moving to USA. I think you may have heard about that news and you know that The Rock made an appearance this past Friday night, or last Friday night on Friday Night Smackdown. So with that being said, let's go ahead and take you back. Where The Rock confronted Austin Theory alongside with Pat McAfee. It was, uh, it was an incredible moment, to say the very least. This isn't Smackdown! This is Austin Theory Live! And look what the cat dragged in. Hmm. I'm trying to think. A lot of the people that live here, a lot of oxygen doesn't get to their brain because we're so high up. You know, kind of like you. Hey, they gotta boo me. I'm 26 years old. I'm everywhere. You at 26? Well, you just had a mug shot. But me, I'm on a mug. I'm on a t-shirt. I'm on a backpack. There's nothing that I can't do. Hey, shut your mouths. I ain't out here because of them. I'm out here because of you. Me and you got unfinished business. I don't know who you think you are because you got a private jet. You got a little desk you sit behind and talk about college football all day. Well, guess what? I got something real special for you. You see, I'm gonna drop you right here in a couple seconds. And you know what's gonna happen? Listen up. You are gonna go back to your show, sitting there, injured, not able to do a damn thing, just like Aaron Rodgers. Alright, you're not going to do a damn thing, and I'm pumped that you are trying to dress like me and be like me. Wait, wait, you think I want to be like you? Dog, when I wear a black tank top, I look like a Greek god. When you wear a black tank top, you look like your ass is supposed to be flipping fries. <coughs> Listen up, Greek god. I don't want to fight you right now, okay? No, I'm, I'm currently enjoying the hell out of the local laws here, and that is not necessarily something I would like to get into. But you said something at the beginning. You said this isn't SmackDown. This is what, Austin, what? Austin Theory Live. Get used to it, loser. 
This is the biggest problem with you. You're so disrespectful, not only to the business as a whole, but to all of these people out here. You think I care about these people? Austin, this will never be your show. This is the people show. And you know what that means?
You know whose ring you're in? It's been a long time, right? A long time. But let me go ahead and tell you. Shut your bitch ass up. <laughs> to try. Finally! The ignorant people get to see The Rock and Austin back in the ring again one last time. Only this time, it's not boring old Stone Cold, it's a real Austin, a real ass kicker. The Austin that is gonna go on and be so great I'm gonna be the entire Mount Rushmore. Yeah, that's how great. Well, The Rock says- It doesn't matter what The Rock says. <laughs> you see, it actually does matter what The Rock says. And it actually does matter, more importantly than what The Rock says, what the people say. You bring up Stone Cold Steve Austin, that's The Rock's boy. But if he were here right now, this, this is what he would say. If you want to see me beat this jabroni's ass, give me a hell yeah! So you see, the roof just blew off the place because we are live. And as The Rock said, this is The Rock, it's SmackDown, and it's a rock show. And it matters what they say. So you see how loud they just got, right? So you want to talk trash about Stone Cold, talk trash about Pat, talk trash about the people? Well, The Rock says this, your, 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 your Austin theory, right? You're damn right. Right, right, right. And you're, um, you're from, um, you're from A-Town, is that right? You're damn right. Well, something else that I'm damn right about is you clearly are an a-hole. And I'm gonna show you. Oh, The Rock is gonna show you because we are live. And here's how The Rock is gonna show you you're such an a-hole. You see, in about three seconds, this side of the arena is gonna chant, you are. And then this side of the arena is going to chant and ask. Three, two, one. You 
one second. That, that was amazing, by the way. Denver, Colorado. That was amazing. The Rock has got goops bumps right there. But you know what? This is The Rock Show. It's a people show. This is the people. Now we're going to give this side a chance to say, and this side a chance. Three, two, one. for you. The Rock doesn't know who you are, but he knows what you are, and clearly I'll tell you this. Let The Rock tell you this. Your name is Austin Theory. The Rock has a theory of his own. And here's the thing. You come out here on The Rock Show, The People Show, SmackDown, you run down the people. They're the reasons why it makes it all happen. The Rock says this. Here's The Rock's theory. In about three seconds, The Rock is gonna whoop your candy ass all over Denver. I gotta tell you guys, I was very much in shock when I uh, saw the appearance of The Rock on SmackDown. Now, um, to kind of blend in, I know I, I know it was a week ago when all that took place, and I wanted to show you guys what I did. So um, I was um, I was out somewhere doing a couple of things, right? Because I knew I had to go to work had to go to work the next day on a Saturday. Thus, the reason what happened, you know, with the 16th episode. So. Um, 
as soon as I got in, I mean, well, earlier, well, just to kind of give you a brief story. There was a uh, deal called the Pat McAfee Show, uh, a show I've watched a couple of times before. Great, great show to watch. You know, if you if you're a big sports fan and everything, of course, Pat McAfee, uh, former um, former Indianapolis Colt and everything. He was a a kicker for the Indianapolis Colts. Not to mention a tremendous wrestler. Great wrestler, what he does. And um, all of a sudden, uh, I'm watching. I just left. Um, I think I went to get some Whataburger, right? And then as soon as I got home, I got home just in time to see The Rock make his appearance. So I didn't get a chance to see what happened when Pat McAfee showed up. But when I saw The Rock, it was just incredible. And then I saw Austin Theory in the ring. And my thought was, you've got to be fucking kidding me. You know? So... Um, uh, and I got to apologize for all of the little censor that happened during that whole, uh, promo deal, because I, I think, um, <clears throat> and I, I guess, you know, there was a bunch of reports and stories about it where you would have heard the crowd chant, you are, and then an asshole. You would have heard that on there, but I guess the, the, uh, censors over at SmackDown, or the censors over on Fox had decided that they were going to go ahead and uh, censor out the asshole part because they didn't want anybody to hear that. Which is, it is kind of annoying and everything else like that. Honestly, if anything, you know, I always feel like if you're going to do live television and if you're going to do it around The Rock, at least just let it happen the way it be. But then again, I don't know, I guess The Rock, you know, and with all due respect, I mean... I don't mind The Rock saying the stuff he's saying because he's The Rock. But then you also have to understand if they if if Fox allows someone like The Rock to say all those things and why not everybody else get away with saying whatever the hell they want. So you got to give credit to Fox for saying that for doing what they had to do. It was a bad move, unfortunately, but, you know, it is what it is. At least it's something that um, that TNT and TBS ought to learn from Fox Network, if you know what I mean. Now, there was one little clip that I wanted to show you. Uh, a little backstage happening between uh, The Rock and Pat McAfee. And then The Rock met an old friend that he has not seen in well over 10 years. You are, you are, and then everybody else was. Yeah, they, were, they that went on. They would have went for two hours straight. No questions <laughs> asked. Denver would have went on. And two hours for two hours. You are an. What a moment there. Hey, thank you, sir. Thank you, brother. Yes. I mean, what a great moment. Hell yeah. Yes. Hey, there's a guy I can't see you. I see you trying to smile. Hey, welcome. Come on. John Cena coming face to face with The Rock, which was uh, incredible to watch there. And uh, later on, John Cena would uh, have his own little confrontation happening alongside with um, Jey Uso, uh, Solo Sokoa, and then AJ Styles would appear before everybody else. That was took place over on SmackDown. Okay, so um, there was, uh, I mentioned earlier about <clears throat> the whole thing with the releases and everything. 
from the WWE. Um, I wanted to go ahead and bring it up here just so we can have a little conversation about this. So we talked about Mustafa Ali, Emma, um, uh, Rick Boogs, uh, Aliyah Elias, Riddick Moss, Top Dollar, <clears throat> Shelton Benjamin, and Dolph Ziggler. Those were the individuals that I talked about earlier in the day. Now, a few more releases have taken place. Now, <clears throat> let me go ahead and bring up these names. And once again, I mean, we've talked about these names earlier, but I want to give you an idea of where my head's at as far as these individuals go. Now, we'll start with Dana Brooke. Now, as you can tell, I'm outside. Just a minute, please. <clears throat> Will you shut the hell up? I'm trying to do a fucking podcast, you fucking morons. You silly bastards. Leave, leave, leave those cats alone. They didn't do anything wrong to you. <clears throat> Anyways. <laughs> okay, so Dana Brooke, as you guys know, uh, Dana's been a part of the WWE for quite a while. Um, her recent run uh, wasn't exactly her best tenure ever. Uh, I always feel like Dana Brooke... You know, once again, she's another one of these superstars that I feel should have been released a long time ago and should have been given, you know, a chance to uh, work elsewhere in any way possible so she can develop herself and make herself into a better star. And don't get me wrong. I mean, I think Dana Brooke is extremely attractive. Don't get me wrong. But she's just, you know, she's not getting anywhere. And uh, most recently, she's been in some crazy little storyline in NXT and nothing's really happening there, you know, to to say the very ve <clears throat> to say the very least. And now they when they mentioned she was released, I mean, look, once again you have to remember something. It's not like I don't feel sorry for any of these superstars. I do. It's just that if you expect to keep all of these wrestlers, I mean look, this is not AEW, okay? You have to do what's best for business. And not only that, you also have to remember that you're in the wrestling business. This is not a charity form. You, you, you're going to release, sorry, <clears throat> you're going to release certain superstars either way possible. And Dana Brooke to me, she's not the greatest talent in the world. And I feel she should have had some better opportunities in the WWE, but they, they never gave her that chance in many ways possible. So I think... With her release, I, I think with her, I, I wouldn't mind seeing her in Impact Wrestling. If she goes in AEW, she might, I wouldn't say improve the women's division, but I think she'll probably do something for it, you know, either way possible. But, you know, Dana, I mean, I, I feel sorry for her, but also you have to remember, I think it's time that she, I'm not saying find other suitable work. I'm saying that uh, she needs to just be in uh in a different organization in order for her to come back to the WWE. She needs to come out a better person. You know, that's how it is. I don't think she should change. I mean, she was doing fine, but let's face it. I mean, I've been watching a few times that she was appearing in NXT and she hadn't really done much. Done much that I can recall, you know. So, Dana Brooke after that, uh, Mansoor. Mansoor, who, uh, uh, who was a part of the Maximum Male Models. Let me tell you something. That guy, in my personal opinion, boy, he they they he needed to go. He I'm sorry. What 
what were they going to do besides bring him over to Saudi Arabia? On, and honestly, they never, ever had an opportunity to let him be anything in NXT. He never been given any sort of main roster push other than the fact that he was a part of this stupid um, Maximum Male Models. And speaking of that, we got Mace who's coming up next. Mace was a talent that I feel, this is my opinion, this is my thought now, that they pretty much fucked up on. Here's why. Mace, to me, should have been better off with um, uh, Dijak, you know? And I always felt that if you put those two together, they would make a tremendous tag team. They would be tremendous together. But I guess the WWE fails to not look at that and not even see the potential that those two have. Mansoor, I think, um, while I, once again, I got to say this again. I'm glad he's gone. I'm hoping he goes to either, you know, any of the promotions that I've talked about. And I'm hoping that he'll find either suitable work or suitable time where they can actually make him into a star. Mace, I don't know what they're going to do with him exactly, but uh, he was a commentator for a while. And then all of a sudden he was placed back in the ring and all we had were nothing but uh, unfair results. Or or not unfair results, more like... um, no results at all from this man. So I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that Mace was released. Uh, Quincy Elliott, this dude right here, the super diva. Let me tell you something. I'm glad. I am glad that this dude is released. This dude is very controversial. This dude has brought nothing to the table that I saw. And he's only been with the company for about a year, and he's he's um he's mostly a troubled. You know, a lot of people say that he's trouble, and I don't. And I can kind of see why. You know, I mean, him being released. Oh God, I mean, I'm glad he he's another guy that I definitely think. I don't know who's going to be able to take this dude. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if any organization or any indie promotion would actually take this guy. But I don't see him in WWE, coming back to WWE anytime soon, unless the WWE sees something in him that I'm not aware of. Dabakato, boy, they fucked up with this dude. They fucked up with this dude bad. And I think what should happen, I think somebody, either AEW or WWE, or AEW or Impact Wrestling, somebody needs to take this kid in. I mean, he's, he's got the size and everything, but he is lacking of a lot of experience. He was doing fine in NXT, but I, I, I think they needed to, they wanted to try and start all over with him. Clearly it didn't work out, and clearly he's not what they're looking for in WWE. I doubt that Dabakato will ever come back to the WWE, but stranger things have happened, and we'll see how that thing goes. Dabakato... You know, I hate to see him go, but it is what it is. Uh, The next person is um, Shanky, and I know who that is. That dude, to me, is starting to act like um, his former mentor or or something like that. What what, what was his name? Um, um, God damn it, he was a WWE champion. Um... Not Mustafa Ali. Um, God damn it. I had his name in my fucking tongue. Um, he was a former WWE champion. 
and he was, I believe it was one of, part of his, um, not Muhammad Hassan, I keep thinking that name, uh, <clears throat> Jinder Mahal, there we go, Jinder Mahal, he was a part of, um, he was with Jinder Mahal for that brief period of time, but now all of a sudden he's just moving on to do, doing what he has to do and everything, so Shanky, he had been dancing around WWE for quite a while, and I think it's time that, um, I think it's time that WWE... I think it's time that he dances his way to somewhere else other than WWE. They really weren't going to do anything with him, and I don't see any reason why they should. Now, the next few names, I mean, I don't know who they are. Um, my, I think Yulisa Leon, I believe I know who that is. Um, I may have to get a picture of it, but I think she just started with the company about what a few months back if I'm not mistaken and they just released her you know uh Daniel MacArthur um not sure who that is I think the name sounds familiar uh Bryson Montana um another name that really doesn't ring a bell in any way possible uh Kevin Venture uh Kevin Venture Kevin Ventura Cortez, um, <clears throat> another one of these superstars that were released for, I, I guess, absolutely no reason. They may have been a part of the company for about a year and everything else like that. I, I, I don't know really what to say about those four. I think maybe, I think I know who uh, Yolicia, who, who that is. It, it just sounds familiar, but I can't put a picture or face to it, but we may have to find out. So... Once again, I mean, no doubt there's more releases coming. Uh, I think I saw another release. Uh, let me see if we can go into Twitter real quick so we can find out if there's been any sort of releases in the past few <clears throat> in the past few hours. Um, I see Dana Brooke is leaving something there on Twitter, which we will have to look into and everything else like that. Let's see. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure if Adam Pierce has been released. I don't think he is, but we'll we'll have to see it, uh, what happens there. Uh, let's see. Is there anybody? Wow. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I, I'm, I'm just seeing something on Twitter that kind of got my attention, if you will. <laughs> Okay, um, let's see. Um, just trying to see if there's any of the latest releases that have happened other than the names that I just mentioned and everything. So we'll have to, we'll have to see here. Uh, let's see. No, I don't. Well, I don't really see anything here that I... Um, <clears throat> I don't really see any other releases here. Uh, I thought there were a couple of more releases that had taken place. Um, uh, so I think that's really about it. So, um, okay, well, ho hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let me... Um, uh, looks like there, there's a bit... Uh, I'm not sure if these are the same people because um, uh, another report is giving out some more releases here. 
let's look at the superstars here. Uh, once again, these names have already been mentioned, but just in case, let's see. Uh, Dolph Ziggler, Shelton Benjamin, Mustafa Ali, Elias, Riddick Moss, Emma, uh, Top Dollar, and Aaliyah. It says here the following NXT stars were released. Uh, Dana Brooke, Monsoor, Mace, Dabakato, and yet... Uh, oh, oh, wait a minute. Who's this? Um, Alexis Gray. Uh, looks like another superstar. Uh, looks like another superstar that I'm not aware of and everything has been released from the company and everything. So, you know, I got to say that... Um, Once again, it's like one of those things where you know you're going to feel sorry for these superstars. You know you're going to feel bad for all of them being released in this. But here's the thing, and I feel like I'm the only person who sees this. We know the releases were coming, so you should not be shocked as to who's going to be released and everything else like that. I mean, true, I mean, it would be nice to keep them all employed if, if, if we were in a perfect world, but we're not, unfortunately. We're in a world where, you know, the WWE... Listen, I don't care what anyone says. WWE will never do the things that AE... WWE will never do the things that AEW does because at least the WWE is being treated like a business and not some sort of a playground deal. If people have a problem with that, I'm sorry. But you have to remember something. Tony Khan will never fire his, will never fire his employees because he's an individual that thinks more about being a friend than being... A, a boss, being a top authority figure. These people are about business. These people are about, you know, cutting things down and everything. You can't keep all the employees. You can't. If there was a way to do it, then show me the way. But if you cannot, I'm, I'm sorry. It's just not. But no doubt there's going to be more releases coming. And no doubt there's going to be other things that are going to happen in the next few days. Okay, guys, um, <clears throat> I hate to say this, and I hate to do this right here, right now. Um, this episode has been incredible, but it's also been kind of a, a mind-numbing experience right now because I have not been able to fully give you the episode that I want to give you, right? So as of right now, as of today, this episode is being released on a Friday, right? But... I'm not going to do any more episodes until we get to next week. Now, to give you guys an idea, let's see. This episode is happening on the 22nd, right? And the new episode will be coming out on the 30th. Now, on the next episode of the Main Event Talk podcast, we're going to be talking about the NXT's No Mercy pay-per-view that's going to happen. Now... We mentioned earlier about some of the matches that are going to happen in that event. We know that, uh, I believe, let's see, Dominic Mysterio was scheduled to defend his championship against Mustafa Ali. But now that we know that Mustafa Ali has been released, it's not going to happen. So therefore, Mustafa Ali will, will just have to seek another championship while Dominic Mysterio holds on to his championship. And you know how that shit rolls. Now, we do not know if we're going to get a Dragon Lee versus Dominic Mysterio at No Mercy, but we're hoping that that does happen at the No Mercy pay-per-view. Now, we know that they're scheduled to face off against each other on Monday Night Raw coming up, which we will check out. I will give you a little bit of report on that and see how all that rolls out. Now, 
NXT's No Mercy. Let's see. NXT's No Mercy is going to happen on Saturday. Um, Sunday, October 1st, the very first, uh, uh, the first day of October, which is on a Sunday, will be um, Wrestle Dream from, <clears throat> from AEW. Now, and just to go ahead, before we end the show, we got to look into this AEW, um, let's see, AEW's Wrestle Dream. <coughs> okay. Now, we know that three matches have already been announced, right? Sorry. Uh, three three matches have been announced. No, not not that one. What? I, it went straight to Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream. I don't understand why it did that. I'm supposed to look at uh, some of the matches for AEW. Wrestle Dream. Wrestle Dream. Look for Wrestle Dream, you son of a bitch. Okay. That's a little bit better. Okay. I had Wrestler Dream, not Wrestle Dream. <laughs> okay, so it's supposed to happen. Uh, All Elite Wrestling presents uh, October. First, um, which will take place over in Seattle, Washington, uh, the home of Daniel Bryan, right? And these are the matches that have already been announced so far. Four matches have been announced that are going to take place. These are dream matches, supposedly. Tag Team Championships for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Titles. Better Than New Baby, Adam Cole, and MJF will go up against the Righteous of Vincent and Dutch. AEW World Tag Team Championships will be on the line as FTR defend their championship against Aussie Open. Hangman Adam Page will go one-on-one against Swerve Strickland. And Brian Danielson to go one-on-one against Zack Sabre Jr. Those are the matches that are going to happen on October 1st. AEW's Wrestle Dream pay-per-view. Um, usually, I, I don't understand why. And this pay-per-view was just put together a few weeks ago. They've only got four matches announced, and no doubt they'll probably swarm in and add like 950 more matches to to get everything all wild up and everything. So uh, we also know that MJF had retained his uh, AEW World Heavyweight Championship against Samoa Joe from uh, the Grand Slam and everything. Uh, We do have a new international champion in Ray Phoenix. Uh, We know that uh, John Moxley has suffered an injury. And everything, I'm sure you heard that right here. <clears throat> right here in the Main Event Talk podcast. And I believe there were several other things that happened at the Grand Slam, which um, I'd like to talk about at this point in time right now, guys. But, you know, I've, you know, just been, I've been through a lot. I've been through a lot within the past couple of days. I've not been able to have some time to really put a podcast together. And, you know, you, know, you, try, you try extremely hard to put a podcast together get all the information out as much as you can but sometimes certain things come in your way and you got to do what you got to do and everything and you got to set aside things for for your own benefit so you know i'm apologizing to everyone for releasing this podcast on a day that it wasn't supposed to be 
I apologize for not setting up the new episode on the 16th. But we're going to try and make all that up on the 30th. We're going to make that up on the 30th. We're going to start fresh. We're going to start right. Because I feel that all of you deserve a better podcast from me. I feel that you guys deserve a whole lot better from me. And I'll give it to you in every way that I can. So, with that being said, that's going to do it for this edition of this episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast. I know it's not enough, but I know that this is the only way to get right through it. And we want to go past all this and start off new and start off fresh and everything else like that. As always, follow the main event on X at x.com slash at main event player. You can also follow me on Instagram at instagram.com slash at main event player too. If you want a friend request me on Facebook, proceed at your own fucking risk. You know how that shit rolls. And also follow all of my reels on Instagram and on Facebook for all the latest updates going on in professional wrestling, including some fun stuff that I've put together. And uh, it's gotten a lot of views. It's gotten a lot of people watching and everything. And it should be interesting. And uh, don't forget to check out Friday Night Smackdown as it happens later on tonight. We know that John Cena is supposed to be making an appearance over there. AEW Rampage. The Grand Slam is not over yet. If anything, it's going to be a two-hour show happening today. So we're going to be checking out Rampage as it goes on right after Smackdown and so forth. And don't forget, next week will be NXT No Mercy and AEW's Wrestle Dream. We're going to be talking about those events happening on that weekend. And there's also supposed to be some boxing happening on Saturday as well, which we, we will also talk about on this episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast. Remember, guys, we're going to start off fresh next week. We're not going to do any of this crap anymore. I'm going to try and do my job as best I can and give you guys the best podcast we can possibly put together. So once again, I must apologize for ending this episode the way it is. I wish I could do a whole lot more, but I really just want to take some time away from this one right now. But we will be back next week. We will be back on Saturday, September 30th, and we're going to start off right and we're going to start off fresh and it's going to be the way it's supposed to be. And this episode is sponsored by my good spot. This episode is sponsored by my good friends at Rich's Billiards, fifty-eight fifteen Weber. Not your average heroes. The legend continues. The bar among bars, and the billiards among billiards, and the whole nine yards. And also, this episode is sponsored by Pinkies. Come by and come in for some good eats when you walk in to Rich's Billiards. Thank you very much for listening, guys. I will see you next week. With a whole new outcome, with a whole new with a whole new everything, and we'll see how all this turns out. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next week. Why? Because I can and I want to. Any questions? Enough said. Once again, I'm sorry, and we will try to do better on the next episode. Okay?